0: and all, great to have your company. It's all thanks to Gippsland Printers, Nathan Scar on the team, doing wonderful things down there. Of course, now Wonga, we talk North Gippsland Football Netball League. He hasn't joined us on the show for a little a while, while. but uh, how good is it? And to have him in the studio,
1: his name is Jess Crud. Morning Scour, morning Wonga. I told you I wouldn't come back till Carlton beat Richmond, and here we are. <laughs>
2: two from two.
1: We uh, we just put up with that
0: in our and very first. And off. <laughs> yep, very good. Uh, Buckles, uh, great to have you back, uh, Jess. Um, North Gippsland football netball's looking looking great. Some really good inclusions. And I think we spoke about last week with mid-Gippsland football. There's a, a lot of players and a lot of clubs that are recruiting out of Melbourne. And obviously with their salary cap and being reduced, uh, it certainly helped out. Uh, especially Gippsland teams, Gippsland League, Mid-Gippsland, and, of course, North Gippsland
1: as well. Yeah, plenty of player movement and a few internal moves as well, uh, so players moving between uh, teams in the same competition, particularly down South Gippsland, way down uh, Yarram and Woodside sort of area.
0: It's always been a uh, fantastic competition. We love talking about it each and every weekend. And let's uh, we're going to go through a couple of the teams and just get a couple of ins and outs, perhaps, how they're sort of travelling and, and where you sort of see them finishing or progressing throughout the season and we might start with Yolong Lawn North because they are the super side they've come into the competition and took everything before them uh, a couple of ins and outs. I think uh, one that I noticed, Manon Johnson, hasn't been listed as an out, but he is doing some running work for Collingwood Football Club, and you'd think it might be hard for him to make his way down to your lawn north this year.
1: Yeah, he'd probably be available for finals, you'd think, if he's running for Collingwood. So he'll have, he'll have <laughs> September off. But no, a few, a few other ins there as well. Sal Pearson, back to uh, back to your lawn north. Todd Dobson having a run around for him as well. Definitely be hard to beat. Probably the biggest challenge for them will be uh, their for Good Friday game against Yarram. Um, that might be the only game you can see them dropping for the foreseeable future. That's how well they're travelling.
2: And the end of the new uh, name—did we switch to the Jets last year, or we're, we, were coming through this year? So did, now, Jess, you happy with that name change? It's a big one for them.
1: Well, you, you couldn't be the Bombers. It you, no, couldn't you be can't be TCU. So yeah, the Jets has got to be something. May as well be the Jets, as long as not well, the Cougars. Uh, well, true. <laughs> the surprise
2: packet last year you North. We thought them coming into the mid uh, out of the mid Gippsland League into the North Gippsland League that. We're interested to see how they go and they went very, very well in a shortened season. But the other side who was sitting just above them as the season concluded was Woodside and been many changes happening over there in South Gippsland, yes.
1: Yeah, Woodside. So I guess we, we can't call them reigning premiers. They, they didn't win the premiership, but probably reigning champions maybe. I yes. don't know. They, they beat everyone they played except Sales City. They won all their close games, did all the right thing. Uh, your old mate, Scud Duncan, he's been down there. He's been working the house down recruiting.
0: Uh, he has been recruiting very well. Uh, although, uh, word has it that maybe just some slight little niggly injuries to uh, perhaps the coach. He so...
1: probably doesn't need any injuries at that vintage. No,
0: that's exactly right. But if I know uh, Chunky, he'll be out there. Don't worry about that.
1: Yeah, so they've got a few ins and a lot of them coming across from uh, from Yarram. So a couple of the good younger players, Zach Richards, who played in the third flag for Yarram a couple of years ago. Uh, Beatle Askew comes back to the club. So a few guys there swapping from Yarram back to Woodside. They'll, uh, they'll be improved again.
0: Talking about Yarram, they've got a couple of high-profile recruits. How many games will we see of those and who are they?
1: Well, uh, it's uh, Trav Varco and Shane Rioli are the guys that I think you're referring to. Uh, <laughs> They would have to play the minimum to play finals to make it a viable proposition. So you think they're probably going to play the five or six games to, to qualify. And then, as we referenced earlier, the Good Friday game's a big one as well, and I think there might be a few blow-ins there for Yarram that day.
0: Mm. Oh, they have got a lot of outs, though, so they'll need to sort of balance that out, won't they, Wong? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Wong,
1: I was just going to say, in terms of outs, Motton, McFarlane, Askew, both Coulthards, Brinker, Ritchie, Anderson, Richards, wow. Weston, probably the best player in the comp last year, Jack yep. Weston, McAlpine, DBRC, LeBlanc, Fields. Oh. that's a lot of blokes yeah. leaving. Just keep listing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of people
2: uh, leaving the side there, Jis. But if we have a look back here a bit, Closer to home at the Terrelgan Tires United uh, Football Netball Club, TTU.
1: Uh, been a little bit of movement out there at uh, Bomberland, too. Tumultuous off-season, I think we'd label that, when the club captain and reigning league best and fairest winner walks. Uh, Ricky Cochran off to Ballara and took a few boys with him. Uh, yeah. Took the big ruckman, probably the best ruckman in the comp last year, Kieran Jones, so a couple of big losses there. But a few few good ins for ties. They always have a habit of grabbing a few players and a couple of extra Elgin boys getting across there for a kick. Uh, I think one of your mates, Harry, having a kick out there? Rowan
2: Hall. Horry. Harry, Rowan Hall, Horry. yeah. <laughs> yeah, good player. Getting cool. uh, getting get, get on in uh getting on in years, uh, Roe, but uh he's a good tall player. He'll be able to play our uh, Forder in the ruck and uh I don't know if he's playing all season, but he'll certainly be there for a good lot of
1: games. And I think Jacobson from Trelgan as well is a huge pick-up for them, and congratulations to John Nielsen on the captaincy. It's a big step up for the young fella, and uh, obviously the name's heavily associated with the club, so he'll, uh, he'll do the job there in Ricky's absence.
0: And we're running out of a little bit of time. What we might do, uh, just we're going to get you back after the break and continue with this one, but just before we go to that, uh, Sales City have got uh, some, some big outs, and uh, are they going to be a slider this year?
1: Oh, definitely, yep. yeah. They'll be like the KFC sliders, mate. They're, right, they're <laughs> definitely going down. They have picked up a couple of doctors, though. There's some intern doctors okay. down there, one of whom won the best and fairest in the VAFA wow. under-19. So there's some intel that no-one else will have for well, you. No.
0: <laughs> well, there's a place to get injured, isn't it? If you're playing in South City, you're going to get looked after. If there's anyone that knows about North Gippsland football netball, it is, of course, Jis Crud. Just reeling names off that are going left, right and centre.
2: Well, he knows all about the North Gippsland Football Netball League, Jis. And we're going to have a look now at uh, Glenn Gary, for season 2022 side last year had a bit of promise about them but uh, had also some hefty defeats but a few players coming into the team
1: yeah young side and uh, they've been historically successful at the under 18s level as well they're the uh, reigning premiers because there was no grand final last year what they've got to do is capitalise on that youth they've introduced some youth from the Morwell Footy Club as well they've got to find a way to develop those kids into regular senior players and start getting a winning culture the, the time's up for them now you can't keep winning thirds flags I think they've won a reserves flag in the last couple of years those guys have got to step up and start playing senior footy
0: Friday goes out of the- Side, it's a good experience there. So, as you said, those youngsters need to step up. What about well, your? Well, last year's uh,
2: vice captain, Gormadale made the step across to Glengarry. You spoke at the start of the uh, preview that uh, there's been a bit of movement around the league, and that's a pretty big loss for Gormandale in uh, Jack Burgess going over to Glengarry.
1: Yeah, so they, they can't afford to lose too many of the, uh, the poor guys at Gormy. It's been a while since they've sung the song, but they've got a few wins to offset that, so they've obviously lost a few as they tend to do. Recruiting's never an issue. Player retainment seems to be the issue at Gormandale. If they had everyone who has been on their list in the last five years all playing, they'd be almost unbeatable, but again, as many outs as there is, ins. And some good ins coming in though. Uh, a few Melbourne-based players, Alan White from Bayswater, uh, Dylan and and Addison Pining from Narry Warren and then a couple of local guys, the Deering Boys from Terrelgan and uh, Ben Heath from Hill End.
0: Well, let's move on to Churchill. Some big outs there and I think the big one, Town, Slater, McRae, a couple of big outs there. Can they be replaced? Do they replace them or...
1: They're going to have a struggling year. They won't struggle. They'll play finals. The good, the good guys at Churchill, postcode 3842, never let you down. But <laughs> they are going to struggle size-wise. The three guys you mentioned, you've got a Ruckman, a centre-half back, and a centre-half forward. Yeah. So they're big holes to fill. Jack Hassel comes across from Tarwin. He held down centre-half forward for Tarwin last year, only a young kid, played his thirds at... Churchill, so we've got him on the list out, out there in Cougalhead. Kurt Holt will come back after about four or five rounds from his knee injury, so that gives a bit of size down back as what well. What
0: about the other Holt who's probably just ticking over to about fifty years of age who's still he's not quite fifty. Sorry,
1: Holty. Yeah, Benjamin Button himself, he'll be back again, no dramas here. And he'll be welcome to play round two. You are thankful for that, aren't you, Holty, after what I did for you last year at the tribunal? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, tumultuous uh, pre-season, off-season there for Hayfield. A change of coach. Uh, a few things happening out there at uh, Kangaroo Land.
1: Yeah, never a good time to change coach in February. And uh, there's a few different stories about why it's happened. I know Rick was very passionate about the job he did at Hayfield. Why did it happen? Well, someone decided that Rick wasn't the man for the job. And that may not have been Rick, but it's happened and they move on. And are so Cody... pushed. Well, I don't think Rick's the kind of bloke who'd jump. Yeah, true. Yeah, so Cody Woodland, the 2018 thirds coach of the season, <laughs> takes over. And I'm not bitter about it, Scott. I might have coached the flag at church and we might have finished on top of the ladder. And Cody got the bloody trophy, not me. <laughs>
0: uh, Digger Stub uh, heads off back to the Gippsland League. Yeah,
1: there, there are a few ins and a few outs there, as there always is. But I believe with Cody taking over the job there, a few of those guys that were likely to be outs are now staying in. So probably a few players there that have jumped back on board that may not have been there in February.
0: And just quickly, two other teams. We've got Cower and And Rosedale, of course, Rosedale losing BMAC, who comes... uh, Well, he's gone back to Morwell, where he started, went to Rosedale, went back. So he's chopped and changed a little bit, but they get in Tom North.
1: Yeah, and also, Brad's got to be back from his around uh, round Australia holiday, I'm led to believe. So, a couple of handy ins, but obviously, BMAC's a big out. That's a lot of goals you've got to replace. So, yeah, it'll be a big year for Rosedale. Good opportunity for them to get into that top three.
0: And it'd be fair to say that Cowell lose their
1: best player across the sale. Yeah, Pat Tainch is an absolute jet, has been for a lot of years, and uh, I'm not sure how they replace him, and it uh, could be a long year for the Mighty Saints.
0: All right, Jess, that's the ins and outs. So, uh, how can we see it sort of panning out? So, early prediction. Now, I know you're very big on the social media, and you did happen to put out a bit of a mark on uh, on your North Gippsland football and also mid Gippsland for those that are interested as well. How do you see it panning out?
1: I think your lawn north will clear out on top of the ladder, which will be great for everyone in the competition. You'll have four sides down the bottom in Gormandale, Glengarry, Sale City, and Cow are all capable of beating each other. Yep. But then what you'll have Can they the- make the can they make the finals? No. None of those four can make the finals. Okay. End of conversation. Thanks for asking. All right. (laughs) The other sides in there will all be fighting for those spots. So what you'll find is anyone from Tyres, Rosedale, Churchill, the usual suspects, Hayfield will be in the mix. There'll be a lot of clubs, Woodside, Yarram, all trying to squeeze into that final five. So is that top six, did you
0: say? Top five. Top five.
1: so, So there's one... We're thinking that six sides are potentially a chance to play finals. Yeah, so and we fight for it. One exactly miss right. Out. And what we'll find okay. is hopefully your Lawn North clear out on top, which then gives everyone else the opportunity to fight for those other spots. So percentage will have a big play in things because you're going to have second and third for the double chance, right down to fourth, fifth, and sixth, all battling for those finals berths.
0: Well, that's a great competition. We love uh, North Gippsland Football we Netball sure do. League, and uh, it's another exciting year. Do we agree with uh, with is the the inform? Form analysis?
2: Oh, yeah, I wouldn't disagree with him. He's too close to me.
0: <laughs> Just a right hook coming your way. Uh, all right, and who's going to win the medal?
1: Uh, wow, that's, now you put me on the spot. Let's go. It'll be someone from a side that wins a lot of games. Let's go oh, Mitch Mitch Luck.
0: Mitch Luck from yelon
1: North. North. Yeah. Uh, he's a bit of a unit, the wild boy. He's got the big long mullet, the big can, uh, cool kid haircut. Can kick a goal. And take a good hanger too. He'll track the umpire's votes.
0: Jess, it's been uh, wonderful to talk to you again. Uh, we appreciate your time. And you are going to join us throughout the year on Gippsland Live, just a couple of games as well, just to uh, tease the listeners again.
1: Yeah, as far as your budget can stretch, cut, you've got me.
0: <laughs> Very good. Thanks for your time, mate. It is all things North Gippsland Football Netball League. And it's all thanks to Southern Stockfeed.